I love talking on the benefits and that's used that used to be like exclusively what I talked about, but I realized because I, I I'm in the literature and the research and going through a lot of this stuff, but it doesn't represent the life behind ozone therapy. And what I mean by that is the lives that it really changes. It's like for me, almost like I don't feel like I should be associated with something that changes lives this drastically in a sense that I just feel like I don't deserve it. Want to truly be the best parent you can be and help your child thrive after their autism diagnosis? This podcast is for all in parents like you who know more is possible for your child. With each episode, we reveal a secret that empowers you to be the parent your child needs now, saving you time, energy, and money, and helping you focus on what truly matters most, your child. I'm Cass. And I'm Len. Welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. Hello and welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. It's Len and with me today is Micah Lau. He is the founder of DoctorsOzone.com, an online ozone therapy education resource for patients and doctors. And he also owns Simply O3, an ozone therapy company that's committed to serving with ozone therapy products that meet the highest standards. So this is all really relevant because of the importance of problem solving understanding the root cause and addressing it. And ozone therapy is one way to address certain root causes. And it's great at overall supporting wellness and for prevention. So from that context, the secret this week is that ozone offers options. And I'm excited to welcome Micah to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. Well, you and I have talked in the past. I know we're both uh, kind of uh, active in the biohacking type space. And ozone is just something that I had heard about for a long, long time, particularly within the autism conferences. You hear about it talked mentioned as a possible therapy. So I've just been really intrigued by better understanding it and seeing how it fits in, not necessarily for autism, just for overall wellness. I mean, my wife and I are always wanting to know what options and sometimes the more alternative options seem to be a much better fit for our family. So from a 101 perspective, ozone therapy, would you mind giving just kind of the, the high level intro into what it is and how it basically helps promote wellness? Yeah, for sure. So I think ozone is one of the most versatile molecules. That's what it is. It's a molecule um, and it's a gas. So we take oxygen from an oxygen tank and there's this little generator that converts that medical grade or commercial grade 99.9% oxygen, it breaks down the O2 and it recombines into O3. Now, O3 is very different from oxygen because it's instable, meaning that it, wanna interact, it wants to interact with other stuff. So that, that's kind of basically what ozone gas is. Um, and a lot of people have misnomers about it because we hear about ozone as a pollutant. We hear about it as an irritant, not good for the lungs. And it's true. You can't breathe ozone. You can smell small amounts, but you don't want to be like inhaling this stuff. And the reason is, is because it's an oxidant, it'll combine with the lung tissue and irritate it. However, that is just the lungs because there's no antioxidant defenses there. But if we put it into other areas of the body, like the ears can go into the blood, uh, even into the rectum and vagina, and I'll get into this stuff in a minute, but even in those areas, there are antioxidant defenses, meaning that the ozone 
is going to go and interact with the antioxidants and not harm the properties that are there. So for instance, if I put it into the blood, there's a threshold that we can dose up to of antioxidants. So I don't want to exceed that threshold of how many antioxidants there are with ozone. But if I stay under it, and we know it really well, because it's really well researched what those thresholds are for antioxidants, if we stay under that dose, it's an amazing therapy. Fantastic. No, I appreciate that. And then even to set the context, what I would always hear that the one time where we naturally experience ozone is like after a thunderstorm, that kind of there's a slight smell or, or like you know, that that's naturally occurring ozone. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So uh, that's kind of how the generators w- work. There's like a little electrical storm, this high frequency that's going into this small chamber, this small reactor. So in a sense, we're kind of replicating uh, the lightning strike. And when the lightning comes down through the sky, it's hitting all that oxygen and creating ozone. So you can actually smell a bit after a thunderstorm. Cool. And then just to distinguish it with sometimes people hear ozone. I know when I hear ozone, I just think, okay, oxygen type therapy. So for people who are familiar with like hyperbaric oxygen therapy and 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 that modality that therapy this is totally different animal has nothing to do with with that uh ozone being extremely unique in 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 that sense yeah well there's some crossover to a degree because both of them are trying to get reactive oxygen species which sounds bad those are essentially free radicals in the body but we're doing a mild acute dose So we're not getting a lot of reactive oxygen species. But what that does is it essentially creates a response within the body of antioxidant enzymes, which are going to help protect the organs, help protect the cells. It does a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's not really a good one-to-one comparison on hyperbaric oxygen therapy. I think hyperbaric has more of place in traumatic brain injury, um, getting oxygen deep into tissues and deep into areas that really need it. But ozone therapy is different because it's not like directly increasing the amount of oxygen in the body. What it's doing is increasing our ability to utilize oxygen. So you can think of like hyperbaric oxygen as I'm flooding your body with oxygen. I'm just pouring oxygen all throughout your body, Mm -hmm. uh, down into the joints, down into the synovial tissue, down into all sorts of stuff. Ozone therapy is a little bit different because it's actually increasing our ability to metabolize and use oxygen within the cells. So one is kind of indicating how much oxygen is just within me. When I'm breathing, there's a certain amount. My SpO2 is usually at 98, 99. You know, I just have oxygen that I'm constantly breathing in, but that's not telling me how well I'm actually utilizing that oxygen to create energy. So oxygen is super important in the metabolic process for creating ATP, which is every time I raise my arm, every time I do something, I'm expending these energy molecules and I need that to live. And the more of them I have, the more strength I have, the more energy I have, and the more I can do. So ozone therapy is essentially helping with that process of utilizing oxygen. And then secondly, I would say the other biggest thing it's doing that's that's different is that it's helping with immune modulation. Uh, so an immune system needs to be in balance. If it's overreactive, that's like an autoimmune disorder and the immune system starts to attack the body. And if it's too low, that means we're not fighting off the infection that we need to be. So we want this immune system in good balance. And ozone therapy is a pretty damn good immune modulator. Like it's super underrated in my opinion. 
it's extremely effective at bringing that immune system into balance. And so those are kind of the two primary things that it's doing within the body is the oxygen efficiency, which creates more energy, which our cells are metabolizing. They're doing pretty much everything better. And then it's modulating the immune system. There's more from there, but those are kind of the two biggest perceptions about ozone therapy is immune and energy. Yep. No, that's great. Thank you for that. The it, the one key word that you mentioned that really hit me is balance, right? It's all like so much of what we do for our own health, for our child's health, it's about restoring a sense of balance within the body. So anything you can do to help your body achieve that balance that it's designed to, to achieve, it's just, there's so much out there now that gets in the way environmentally and, and even in terms of lifestyle choices that can create that disharmony that ultimately results in immune issues and uh, conditions and a lot of things that we don't want. So that internal stability or, you know, or homeostasis within the body, that's, that's an extremely powerful goal to have. And then to figure out what's going to help you and your family achieve it. Oh, for sure. I mean, with like a homeostasis, if your body is performing well and it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, it's going to outperform any drug, any therapy, any modality. Um, and that's the ideal state that we want to be in, right? Is homeostasis. Uh, I believe that we just have an innate or created ability to function within the world. So if I can put my body in an environment, in a place where it's going to build a strong and healthy terrain, I'm going to be much more capable to have longevity, to retain autonomy for the rest of my life, um, to fight disease and all those things. And then of course there, there are things like if you get Ebola, it doesn't really matter how healthy you are. You need some way of getting rid of the microbes. You know, I don't think it's, uh, necessarily all about being perfectly healthy. It's going to resolve everything, but it definitely resolves a lot. And it's more powerful than any intervention you can have as if you're just healthy. Right. No, that, that's, that, that's great. The, when I think of the benefits though, aside from any kind of immediate benefit you might get for something that you're experiencing that you want to change, it's just from a preventative standpoint, it's very powerful, right? Like we've had guests on who've talked about how incredibly important something like mold exposure is for particularly children of all age, of all kinds, particularly children on the spectrum. So if you are experiencing stressors like mold, like EMF, et cetera, Anything that you can do that can help bolster the immune system and help the body to become more able to prevent harm. Uh, it's my understanding is that ozone therapy is one key way that you can actually do that. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we when I got started in this industry, I was primarily um, working with like cancer, Lyme, autoimmune conditions, infections, a novel respiratory virus that came up recently. Um, uh, did I say mold toxicity? But uh, yeah, I was working with chronic disease, essentially. So um, a lot of issues that people are facing. And it's, like I said, a really powerful immune modulator. So it's going to help them put that body into a healthy terrain where it's more capable of fighting the disease and healing on its own. Because ozone is really, it's primarily a stimulant that your body essentially recognizes and responds to with healing. So ozone is not traveling throughout the body, killing infection. Ozone mm -hmm. is not itself creating oxygen efficiency. What it is, is a stimulant, not in like the coffee kind of way, but a stimulant in the sense that the body is like, oh, there's this mild acute ox oxidative stress. 
and the body responds with healing. That's the same thing with exercise. That's the same thing with saunas, yeah. ice baths. It's called a hormetic therapy because we're actually inducing a small amount of stress so that we get stronger. And that's a principle you see in life everywhere, right? So everywhere, like, and, and including homeopathy, right? Where you're, you're you're introducing perhaps something extremely small, but something that is similar to what you're experiencing to help elicit that response in the body, which would be a more um, a positive response for the body to kind of kick in the gear. It seems like it's a similar concept. Yeah. Or even think about like the, the principle of that, like with our mindset, how many of the parents listening to this podcast have grown as people through going through a trial or, you know, facing up to something that you were terrified of, like those build strength, those create growth, those do things that are positive for us, even though they're not ideal. So we're stimulating a small amount of stress to get a great response from it. All right. Makes sense to me. So I think when we talk about how something like this, you know, the practical way that you could go down this road to explore the benefits of ozone therapy. You, you kind of mentioned at the outset a few different ways that you could administer it. Um, but one reason why I'm intrigued is that I'm a big fan of things that are relatively simple to do, lower cost, but yet have potential for upside to help the body with very little downside. So I think, you know, with something like um, ozone therapy, if one wanted to move forward, what is the process? Like what what's what's involved initially and what does it look like on an ongoing basis? Yeah, well, I'll preface with, because we kind of covered a couple of the benefits. Um, I don't think that it, I love talking on the benefits and that's used, that used to be like exclusively what I talked about, but I realized because I, I, I'm in the literature and the research and going through a lot of this stuff, but it doesn't represent the life behind ozone therapy. And what I mean by that is the lives that it really changes. It's like, for me, almost uh, like I, I don't feel like I should be associated with something that changes lives this drastically in a sense that I just feel like I don't deserve it. So for example, uh, a couple of weeks ago, this was the most recent, but I was on this Zoom call with this uh, lady and it was for, it was for a business Zoom call. So I wasn't really expecting everything. And I had not talked to her previously. I had not, you know, interacted with her, but um, we were talking about business and that kind of stuff. And then she brings in her two kids and then uh, says, these are my two kids. And then starts to cry. And, and I'm like, what's going on here? And she said, I found your stuff like seven, eight years ago. And I was infertile. I had done everything I possibly could to try to get pregnant, you know, going through tens of thousands of dollars, all the conventional stuff. And then I introduced ozone and pretty quickly I got pregnant and then I got pregnant again. And these are the two kids I have now <laughs> because of, you know, this therapy and the content you provided. And and I started to cry and it was whole, this whole emotional thing. <laughs> um, but it's just incredible. The versatility or another one, Amber. She was a stroke patient, uh, was paralyzed, could not talk, could not like solve math problems, that kind of stuff. And she started to do ozone and started to regain her ability to walk, her re ability to talk and do those kinds of things. And she's, you know, a wife, a mother, a friend of people, and she has her life back. And so it's super incredible to be associated with this thing that does so much for people. And if you guys follow my content at all, you'll notice that I mostly stick on the side of literature. And then sometimes I share these stories. They're more anecdotal. I wouldn't say like, hey, if you're infertile, go do this. If you've had a stroke, go do this. Because I don't feel confident enough to say that. But I have a collective of these anecdotes, these stories that are similar, that kind of 
you know, people experience with ozone. And so I think there's some mechanisms with it that we don't understand exactly what it's doing, but I think it's putting the body in a better position to heal and to essentially do all that. So that's, that's kind of explaining some of the life behind ozone therapy from my angle and, and really what, I'm just super honored to work with it because it's like, uh, you know, people associate that value with you, whether you deserve it or not. Mm -hmm. I provide equipment and provide education, but it's really the therapy itself that's doing it. So it's, it's really cool to be able to represent that. Um, so as far as like kind of going into like, how do you do ozone therapy and all that kind of stuff? Cause it's a gas. So it seems like it would be kind of difficult, but Essentially, there you can do options in the clinic. You can do options at home. In the clinic, they're usually going to do an IV um, if it's for like a systemic reaction. So like, let's say you have Lyme disease. An IV is going to be a good option because it's going to help the immune system and it's going to give more energy and it's going to do a lot of things. But you'll also notice that they can do like joint injections for uh, for joint regeneration, essentially. So if you have a torn ACL, um, it goes into the body, stimulates that area, doesn't have the systemic benefit, but it basically tells it like, Hey, you need to heal this area up. So there's the clinic and that's typically going to be an IV. However, there's a counterpart to doing IV and you can do that at home. Um, and that would be rectal or vaginal insulation are really the best way to do that. Not very glamorous, but they're very effective and they're a counterpart to doing IV and way cheaper, way easier. So it's great from that standpoint. Um, you can do it into the ears. That would be more of a local treatment that's going to help with ear infections. You can do it onto the skin for MRSA, gangrene, really severe infections. It can be really helpful for. I mean, I've had multiple people. Um, we have a doctor, I believe in Iran, who has worked with multiple gangrene patients and just, you know, so grateful that, you know, he's found that because these people are getting, you know, they're avoiding amputation. So pretty big wow. deal. Um, that it can work with severe infections like that when antibiotics can't, um, let's see what else base. Oh, and then there's like dental applications. So you can do oil pulling with an ozone oil. So that's where you infuse the ozone gas into oil and it stabilizes, um, doesn't have the same effect if you were to like take it or drink it or anything like that. It would be good for stomach infections, but not like a systemic response. Uh, but you can do that for like dental infections. So I think the really cool thing about it, like I said earlier, is that it's so versatile. It's used in so many different areas. So it it really blows my mind that, and I think it just speaks to the incredible nature that we live in, what our bodies are capable of doing. Um, but it really just blows my mind that something could work with infertility and then gangrene at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's like, how does it do that? Um, I mean, we understand the mechanisms, uh, but it, it's it's really kind of cool that our bodies can take and create a response that uh, elicits healing uh, from something so simple. So those are kind of the the home applications. A lot of different ways to use it. As far as like what the equipment setup looks like, uh, you do have to get an oxygen tank. So a lot of people get intimidated by that. It's really just like going and buying a cup of coffee. Uh, it's just you don't know how to buy a cup of coffee or an oxygen tank yet. So, you know, it can be intimidating if you don't know what a cappuccino is, but when you go in, you just say, Hey, I need a tank. And they're like, okay, here's your tank. And then you walk out. So (laughs) that's really the extent of it. Um, but you have to get an oxygen tank, uh, and then you get this ozone generator, which is, is pretty small, um, size of two bricks, but only weighs like two pounds. Um, Mm -hmm. so pretty, pretty small. And that's what you hook up to the oxygen tank. And then that takes the gas and converts it into ozone. 
And then depending on the therapy you're doing, you're going to have some way of capturing that. So sometimes it's going into a bag for the ozone enema. Sometimes it's uh, going directly into the ears and there's all these different accessories. Um, and you can kind of take and create like a kit based on what you want to do. So there's like, I just want the generator and rectal insufflation supplies because that's all I need it for. You know, I just want the systemic benefit. I have dysbiosis, that kind of thing. Or you can add on everything and kind of have this like full home therapy that does a lot of different stuff. So that's kind of the basic setup. And we have instructionals and walkthroughs and free consultations with ozone therapy experts. And, you know, you can call, we, we really make an effort to give information uh, as much as possible on the stuff and how to do it so that we can kind of walk people through it and, and help them out with it because it's not an intimidating process, but people are not used to working with the gas. They're not used to getting oxygen. So just by the fact of not, it, it's usually the, we procrastinate things we don't understand. Uh, and that's usually all it is, is you just don't understand it. So you procrastinate it. But once you like even just saw it for 30 seconds, somebody setting it up, you'd say, oh, that's pretty easy. Yeah, like it's a pretty small learning curve. It, when, as you're as you're describing it, I'm thinking just because it's relevant in, in our history, kind of like a nebulizer, where you have a nebulizer that you know, a little tiny machine that basically will um, you know help in terms of having a mass that you can you know, breathe in whatever it is that's in that nebulizer. It's a similar type concept, where it's a similar type of device and um, and not doesn't take up a, hell, a lot of space. It's something that. Uh, what I what I like about it is it's something that you can have in your toolbox available, and I know you can use it from a preventative standpoint. But otherwise, if something comes up like an ear infection, which is such a rampant issue with kids these days, it's something that you can have at the ready that helps you to do something you know, proactive, fast that can really provide benefit um, in, in those kind of more focused uh, practical situations. Yeah, absolutely. Nebulized hydrogen peroxide, I think is great. And yeah, there's just a lot of these tools out there that people aren't aware of, which is why I appreciate your kind of podcast that is doing that. Um, Because I think there's way more than what most people know about that you can take into your own home and basically have your own. I mean, I'm there's still emergencies, but for the most part, you can have your own medicine cabinet built out and kind yeah. of take health into your own hands a lot more effectively than uh, you might give yourself credit for. So I, I, and I think it's important to do that because, um, it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's stuff that works and it's going to help your family be healthier in the long run. I mean, especially if you're avoiding things like antibiotics and that kind of stuff at all costs, not at all costs, but you know, to as much as is reasonable. Um, so I, I, I think it's definitely a worthwhile ad, um, to consider some of these things like the nebulized hydrogen peroxide, like the ozone therapy, maybe even molecular hydrogen, because it's just going to give you that medicine cabinet that you can use for your family and kind of keep you healthy. Yeah. No, you you, you want a, a medicine, your own um, toolbox that's got a lot of different options, especially if you're not going down the conventional road. Um, when we think about how ozone therapy fits in, because I'm, I, I'm personally obsessed with root cause, and you think about, okay, well, what might be going on it, from a root cause perspective where something like ozone therapy can help. I know you touched on some of these, you know, like if your body's out of whack and not in balance, because that's a pretty big root cause, but otherwise, like, especially within 
um, you know, for children, you know, the the importance of their mitochondria functioning well, uh, the importance of something like glutathione, and I, this is more biohacking terms, but totally relevant for kids, especially if if those things are at the root, then the whole process is okay. Well, what can we do to help? improve the mitochondrial function? What can we improve to increase glutathione? What can we improve to help the body have a more regulated immune response? And that's where, again, I feel like what ozone therapy does and how it does it is a, is a great way to help in concert with other measures like food and having a, you know, a toxic free environment could really help to get at the root cause of what might be, you know, manifesting as symptoms or, you know, or, or behaviors, et cetera. Yeah. When we've gone through those environmental stressors, say you lived in a house for with mold for 10 years, it's going to throw a lot of things out of whack. And so you remove the mold exposure, you change your diet, you change a lot of things, and that can get you a pretty long ways. But sometimes your body is in a cycle of where it's just not able to really fully remediate from that, or it's a time factor. So how long uh, do you want to spend doing this? So I think ozone therapy kind of fits into that realm. Um as like a, a to get you out of that negative cycle uh, of just having poor health. So if that was mold exposure and there's a bunch of mycotoxins in the body, it's going to expedite the process of getting that immune response to be able to get rid of them. It's going to expedite the process of getting more energy and reduced brain fog. So I think that's kind of where it fits in. The lifestyle factors, bar none, are number one. So right. do you, have you always start there. Yep. Good quality air, good quality food, good quality water. Super important. A lot of people don't take that super seriously, but um, what's that website? I think it's ewg.org slash tap water. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that one, but you oh, can yeah, actually good. look up your municipality and see all the chemicals that are put into the water and it'll create a report telling you exactly what's in it. And uh, spoiler alert, every municipality does not have good water, unfortunately. <laughs> and I live in Michigan, so it's even worse here. I mean, yeah. we have the Flint water crisis for Flint, crying out loud, but um, but but, but, water, but, sleep. Yeah. but even if your municipality gives you that report saying, hey, your water's awesome, it meets all of our standards, those standards are pretty ridiculous at times. So it doesn't mean, sta yeah. having standards and meeting doesn't mean that the water is healthy. Well, that's why I like EWG is because they create health standards, not like what is the minimum standard to keep somebody alive for 10 years. <laughs> <You know? It's> like, <laughs> so that they actually have some health standards in there that they look at and say, even though the government says this is okay, here's all these studies that say it's not. And this is mm -hmm. above parameters, which are good. So I think a reverse osmosis water system with a ozone generator or UV in there can be helpful for water. I'm getting off on a tangent, but <laughs> I have a seven stage water filter, water filtration system in my house that filters uh, baths and showers as well, because um, we tend to don't think about our skin as having a systemic response, but look at nicotine patches. Do nicotine patches have an effect on the body? Yes, they do. Look at steroid cream withdrawal. Look that up. It's crazy. People put steroid creams on one part of their body for long enough, and then they quit using it. Their entire body starts to malfunction. It's nuts. So it, essentially though, our body, our skin does have a systemic response. So if you're getting into that bath or putting your kids into that bath and there's fluoride in there, or there's whatever contamination in there, that is having a systemic reality. So we we tend to think as, uh, of the skin as kind of this barrier to the world, but really it's kind of accepting what is in 
our environment to a degree. It is a barrier to a degree as well, but it is important to take into account what you're putting on your skin. Yeah, no, that thank, thanks for pointing that out because that is a huge, huge thing to know because yeah, water, we think, okay, just what we're drinking, check, got that. But no, anything that's on that skin is going to be absorbed. It's coming in. Um, and uh, and we have one parent that, that we, uh, works with us uh, that we're honored to coach. And um, for a lot of reasons, her child can't take certain supplements or, or things orally. So she does so much transdermally. It's, it's the only way that she can actually get something in, um, and to, to help benefit her child. So, um, so yeah, what you're showering or bathing in really does matter. And, uh, EWG is phenomenal in terms of giving that resource. We'll put it in the show notes and even having your water tested because, of, and it's kind of hard these days to find independent testing labs, but they're out there. Um, I think CAP score is one of them. I'll put that in the show notes as well. But the only way you know, you know, what's in your water is if you do, you know, EWG is great, but otherwise, if you test it yourself, because even if your local water system is is okay, if your pipes in your house and everything that's happening in order to get to where it comes out, if those have issues like old copper piping or whatever the case may be, uh, you won't know until you actually test. So water is too important not to be aware of what's what's going in um, and what's surrounding your family. Yeah. I mean, you're drinking a couple liters a day or should be, or, well, I do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just so important. And I would add to that, like if you get a reverse osmosis system or a water system, that's a really good place. And if you want to get nutty about it, there is a little bit of bacterium buildup in those tanks for the reverse osmosis or the water filtration because they're sitting in water. So you can add in a UV sterilizer to the filtration system. You can add in an ozone generator to the filtration system. Um, or you, you know, if you're on a budget, you can even just, uh, pull it out and get like a $30 generator ozone generator. They're not medical grade, but they're good for like sterilizing water essentially. Um, and you can throw that in there to kill a lot of the bacteria and build up and you probably don't want to kill it all, but you know, getting rid of 80% of that load can be a good thing. Great. And when it comes to like, if you're, um, doing ozone therapy and you have a particular way you're doing it uh what other than having whatever it is that you want to improve getting better you know uh, i know one thing that I, I i learned from listening to you on a few podcasts is about if things are going well you can also wind up having to go through a phase where things seem to get worse right there's the the herxheimer reaction that could be your body's way of cleaning up what needs to be cleaned up so if someone's doing ozone therapy to be aware that that's a possibility and not necessarily a sign that things are going south, can you talk a little bit about that and what you've seen? Yeah. So if you have a burdened immune system, and what I mean by that is there is a large bacterial load, a large viral load, a lot of mycotoxins in the body that your immune system is not yet addressing. Um, what, what, is, what happens when you stimulate that immune system? Well, it starts to kill off all these microbes, all these bacteria, all these virus. And what that does is that creates endotoxins, which make you sick. So if you essentially do too much ozone and you have a large load, you're going to create a lot of things in the body too quickly. Your body doesn't have a way of getting them, getting rid of them that fast, but it's easily avoidable. If you just stay at a lower dose you know, not getting like the really strong stimulation of the immune system. Um, but yeah, essentially the Herxheimer reaction is killing off all those pathogens and then creating the toxins that our body isn't getting rid of quickly enough. 
And that can give you up to flu-like symptoms for like a week. Uh, so that is definitely something you want to avoid. And this isn't just ozone therapy. This can be, I was talking to Dr. Petros yesterday, Dr. Jess, uh, and she was saying like, I've had Herxheimer reactions just by changing somebody's diet. So it's like, <laughs> you can stimulate it from a lot of angles. Uh, the goal is to avoid it. So you want to stimulate your body enough to where you're making progress but not inducing that really strong Herxheimer reaction. I would say if you, and these aren't going to last forever. These are reactions that if you get them uh, will be for a time until your body has gotten rid of all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, you you want to avoid it and just keep on the low side of the dosing until you see how your body responds. And if you feel a little bit unwell the next day, uh, that means it was probably too strong. So dial it back. And if you go in and get an IV, um, with a doctor, you definitely don't want to jump into 10 pass. If you know, you have some, uh, which is like a high dose IV form. Um, but you don't want to jump into that because if you have a large bacterial or viral load, that's really going to induce something that can be very uncomfortable for you. So just always start on the low side of things. We'll get a little response and we'll titrate up. We'll up the dose a little bit over time. And that's really the best way to start for people. They can generally avoid the Herxheimer reaction. Great. Yeah. So it can be managed. Perfect. Because I think generally I'm, I'm used to the idea that if something is helpful, that invariably there usually is some process. Like if, if, if you do fasting, if you do water fasting, you know, uh, you know, a couple of days in, you'll feel horrible because your body is doing that cleanup and that's kind of just a necessary process. And then next day you start feeling better and better. So this whole idea of things kind of seeming to get worse before they get better seems to be a pretty common theme. But to your point with something like ozone, it's something that if you go cautiously, you can manage it and kind of not have to go through, um, you know, any, any rough period like that. Yeah. Nothing that's going to be like, some people might feel like a little bit more fatigued the next day or something if they first start off. Um, but yeah, you can definitely avoid like the really bad reactions from it. So you just have to start on the low side. And I forgot to mention too, uh, ozone is pretty demonized. So if you (laughs) look it up online, you're going to find like, it's a toxic gas. It does this, that, and the other. Um, what I would say to that is it at one point was, uh, FDA approved by this company. Uh, well, through this company that that was doing it, but they were um, essentially a lot of money was invested into making this work for chronic heart failure stage three. Uh, They found out that it doesn't work for chronic heart failure stage three to the degree that they needed to make a return on the money. So the investors pulled money out and the company folded. Um, But it's really the safest thing uh, that I can think of when applied correctly, Uh, has a higher safety record than the use of aspirin of like baby aspirin. So if you do it correctly, it's like one of the safest things you can do. It's just most people don't understand like, oh, why can you um, not breathe it, but it can be used elsewhere. And that goes back to the antioxidants that I mentioned. So there is kind of this uh, conventional demonization of it, but it's usually due to a lack of understanding um, or a paradigm. I am in this paradigm. Therefore, everything outside of this paradigm is bad. And, and so I just wanted to mention that briefly. I have uh, really in-depth stuff that go into the safety of it, if anybody wants to read that. Super. Well, I, I, I know uh, we'll include links, to, especially to Dr. Ozone, uh, which is more, that's more your way of sharing information, right? In terms of, and, and I guess for, for doctors primarily, but pretty much anyone can go there to get information. 
Yeah. You know, Dr. Zozone was probably a dumb name <laughs> we <laughs> selected like eight years ago. Cause, uh, you know, I wasn't a business guy or a marketer. I've kind of adopted that more just out of like, uh, I like working with people that I enjoy working with. So it's like, oh, this is actually fun when you do it with a, a genuine heart, with transparency, when you like help people and like businesses actually can be fun. I always used to think like, I, I don't want to be the salesy guy. Right. But mm-hmm. um, what I've come to realize is that it's just about helping people and and giving them information so that they can make a decision. I'm not here to tell anybody you have to go do this. It's more like, uh, hey, here's some info. But yeah, Dr. Zozone, drsozone.com is an informational website for anybody, not just doctors. Right. Super. And in terms of uh, you started off talking about the two ways that you can um, do this, you know, with with the first one being at clinic, because if you're interested, if you're interested, if your curiosity is piqued, a regular pediatrician or even your regular GP will not have ozone therapy as an option. So this is something where there are providers and clinics, I guess, who um, do ozone therapy. How would somebody be able to find one other than, I guess, going to Google? Uh, any suggestions on where you could find a a, a provider or a, pract- a practice where you can um, ha- they can administer ozone therapy? Yeah, I well, Google is honestly probably the best. It is the best. <laughs> All right. If you go to maps.google.com and search ozone therapy near me, it's going to populate a bunch of clinics and then just check out their websites to make sure they do IV ozone because there's also dental ozone. There's also injection ozone for joints. Mm -hmm. There's also aesthetic ozone for the skin. Uh, They can mix it with PRP, release eight times the amount of growth factor and rejuvenate collagen. So there's different applications for it. But yeah, it's probably the best way. I used to have this map. Um that uh my my server the people that were hosting the the website like they it crashed somehow and it it was lost so (laughs) but google is good um if you're looking at dental ozone because that's also an important facet of health iaomt.org has a bunch of biological dentists which i'm sure you've talked Mm -hmm. with on here but uh, a lot of them do ozone as well not the iv format but for the mouth right yeah i was going to say biologic dentists for the most part this you would expect that this would be something in their toolbox, correct? Oh, for sure. Um, not every single one, but it is a pretty big component of biological dentistry because uh, it's essentially helping to eliminate the infections deep in the tooth. So if you have like an old root canal that they're getting out and the infection is way down there, it can help get to the infection, kill it. And then once it reverts, uh, once it's used, it essentially reverts back to oxygen. So it's like a very non-toxic but effective therapy for them to use so it's it's very common in dentistry especially the oils great all right so the two options find somewhere nearby and you can um, go there to to you know experience it see if it's a fit otherwise if you wanted to go the at home route it's about getting not very complicated but getting the right equipment simply o3 um will include that link as well where you provide uh, that equipment and for people who just want to even go deeper on how ozone therapy could be useful, um, I thought your discussion that you had with Dave Asprey, kind of the father of biohacking, was was extremely um, educational and kind of went deeper than I think we've covered. So I'll include that in the show notes as well. I think if somebody wants to learn more, uh, that's a great discussion. Yeah, absolutely. I have a ton of resources. I mean, we can go into multiple angles with ozone. I love it. So I can talk about it for days. Uh I would say, yeah, doctorsozone.com being the best. Simply03.com has the equipment. Um, we do training for 
doctors and patients alike. So if you're just trying to get a setup at home, we have training for that. And if there's a practitioner out there that wants to start doing IVs in their clinic, uh, we couple with other doctors and nurses and host events, or we can do trainings online. A um, lot of, a lot of stuff that we try to make it super easy for people. Fantastic. Well, hey, appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I think this was a great conversation in terms of just helping to, you know, m- make a, a clearer um, case or or to outline how this may fit in and uh, and the potential benefits from it. So thanks for putting those resources out there and uh, for taking the time to walk everyone through this today. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, I'll throw in one more bid for myself. You can follow me on Instagram at Micah for Health. Um, but that's just kind of more, you're getting more of me in that, not necessarily just ozone therapy. Fantastic. Well, hey, ozone therapy is a, a seemingly a really um, useful modality, but there's many in terms of living a lifestyle and just doing what you can to kind of just promote overall wellness, which again, with our parents, you know, that's ultimately we want to just make good decisions that create an environment where our kids can thrive. And so I'm sure a lot of what you talk about in your Instagram, the other topics we cover, it all matters. Uh, and ozone therapy could be something that that it's a fit for what you're going after for your own health or for your child's. So thank you again for shining a, a clearer light on this opportunity. Thanks, Lana. I appreciate it. Huge honor. Want to discover your top autism parenting blind spot? Take our free quiz today. Go to allinparent.com slash go.